Welcome to the Heart of Dating Podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Why, hello, everyone. It's Kate Warman here, your podcast host, and you are listening to the Heart of Dating podcast. I am so excited for what season eight has in store because guess what, guys? We are going to shake things up. You know, I'm all about shaking things up. We are going to shake things up here on the podcast in 2022. But before I let you into all the ways we're shaking things up, I want to give you a quick recap of how 2021 landed for Heart of Dating. Last year, we had 1.65 million downloads of the Heart of Dating podcast. Oh my gosh, like I am just sweating saying that number. That is incredible. I'm I'm so proud of this podcast. I am so proud of what God is doing. And I'm so amazed and thankful for all of you for listening to this podcast. The podcast was also streamed in over 200 countries around the world. The top five countries where this podcast was downloaded included the United States, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, and South Africa. Y'all, so cool to see so many different countries from around the world. We also had people in the Philippines, in Germany, in New Zealand, in Singapore, and so many others. I'm truly amazed by the reach of this podcast and how many of you are tuning in from all different places. We also did powerful and challenging series on the podcast last year. We started the year off with a series on rejection and heartbreak to coincide with my book launch. Thank you for rejecting me. And then last summer, we did our LGBTQ plus community and the church series. And man, oh man, was that such a hot topic. I prayed about covering that topic for over a year. I had different leaders pour into me. I read countless books. I had conversations with people. And in the end, I'm so proud of that series that we were able to produce for you guys. I want to encourage you, if you are new here or you didn't listen to that series, go back and listen to it. Start your year off with challenging some of your mindsets that may be deeply rooted from even younger years. Maybe even send those podcasts to a friend or to a leader or to a pastor who needs to be challenged in that area. Gosh, you guys, that series, I haven't prayed more about a series that we've launched other than that series, and I'm so proud of what we did there. Following that series, we launched our very popular compatibility series, which if you guys know, like that was not even my plan to launch that series. I had no intention of doing a compatibility series, but it just happened that way. God led me to it, and I started figuring out and realizing There are so many things that you guys need to be challenged on when it comes to why you're eliminating potentially amazing Christian people to date. So in that series, we went over things such as height and different height differences. We went over age gaps and dating someone of a different age. We went over weight and how that plays into us, why or why not we want to date someone. We talked about political differences, ethnicity differences, and more. So if you're listening right now and you're like, ooh, yeah, I've definitely eliminated somebody based on one of those things, uh, I want to encourage you, go back and check out that series. I can't stop talking about it. I keep bringing these things up again and again and again, and I'm having a feeling that we may have to continue this series in 2022, but do yourself a favor and go back and listen to that series right now. 
outside of the podcast, we had some other amazing things going on. First and foremost, my first book, Thank You for Rejecting Me, Transform Pain into Purpose and Learn to Fight for Yourself, came out on February 16th. And because of you guys, you guys listening here on the podcast, you guys following on social media, because of you guys, my book, my first book became a national best-selling book. You guys, it is so hard to do that. It was crazy the week that I found that out. I saw my book on the bestsellers list alongside other really popular books and including books like How to Win Friends and Influence People, including books by my favorite novelist of all time, Kristen Hanna. It was, you guys, I was was in shock. I was truly amazed and so thankful. And that happened because of you guys. I poured the deepest, most vulnerable stories of my entire life into that book. And so if you haven't read it yet and you've listened to this podcast, I really want to encourage you, start off your year listening to this book. Start off your year fighting rejection in a better, healthier, more strong and powerful way than you ever have before. Because the reality is that rejection is going to continue to happen to us day after day after day in various forms, and it doesn't have to continue to take us down. We can build up a resistance to it in such a way that it may prick us, but not take us down entirely. And I truly believe when we have a healthier relationship with rejection, we can more easily see that rejection really is redirection. Rejection is protecting us. There's so many things that rejection does offer for us. Outside of my book, Y'all, we also had our second ever Heart of Dating Conference, the Singled Out Conference, with nearly 4,000 singles from around the world tuning in. We had worship led by the one and only Chandler Moore, that's right, of Maverick City Music. It was so good, y'all. We had speakers like Dr. Henry Cloud, who's a good friend of mine. We had Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child. She's one of the sweetest women I've ever met. We had Sadie and Christian Robertson. We had the one and only Lisa Bevere, the powerhouse herself. She was amazing. We had Dr. Darius Daniels, and we had so many other speakers. And it was such an incredible time seeing singles gather from all across the world. And last but not least, we relaunched our dating program called Drop the Hanky. And through that program, we have had hundreds of women meeting hundreds of men. And it has been so incredible. If you don't know about our Drop the Hanky program, I want to encourage you. If you want to start off dating in a new way and just try a new thing, if you want to shake things up in your dating life, check out our Drop the Hanky program. You can find it all on our website, heartofdating.com. You can apply. If you're a girl, you can apply. If you're a guy, it's totally free to apply. And we go through the applications. And for guys, you set up a 15-minute video coaching call with our in-house video coach. You film a video, and then it gets added to our platform. For girls, you apply to be a part of the program. And for you, it's a little bit more robust. You will be accepted and invited to join a subscription program that monthly has brand new content, all sorts of dating and coaching content. We do special events with our women in the program. And we launch single men videos at the top of every month. And you get to see all these different amazing Christian guys that we have filtered through for you. It's so exciting. All right. So 2021 was an amazing year. I am so pumped just talking about it right now. I'm like in awe of what God is doing. And this year, I am really expectant. I'm so excited, you guys, because coming up in just a few weeks, we have our third ever conference, the Heart of Dating Conference 2022. If you've been around, you've probably heard us talking about it. We have two ways to join 
virtually. You can join from anywhere in the world and it's going to be amazing. I'm telling you what, it'll be just like being there with us in person. Um, It's going to have a whole new experience. We have a whole new app where you're going to be able to create a profile and connect with so many different singles. It's going to be just a blast. So join us anywhere in the world. And then if you want to meet us in person, if you're just dying to connect with me and some other Heart of Dating people, we have the opportunity for the first time ever to join in person in Orlando, Florida. I'm so excited because Luke Lazon and my friends at LifeBridge Church are hosting us at their campus and it's going to be amazing. But be reminded, this is a hybrid experience. So not every guest on the lineup is going to be in person, but we will have so many opportunities to hear from some in-person guests as well as mix and mingle with tons of other singles. You guys got to check it out. You can go to hodc2022.com for all of the details. All right. Now, with all this being said, I want to just give you a bit of a rundown of what to expect on the podcast moving into 2022. We are going to be shaking things up. Like I said, we're going to be doing things a little different with the podcast this year. For the last almost four years of running the Heart of Dating podcast, we have been doing interview style podcasts with occasional solo episodes from yours truly. But going into this year, I decided, you know what? I want to give you guys really practical, solid dating coaching advice. I want to help you with your questions. I want to get more into the nitty gritty. I love having people on. I love hearing their stories. And we will have some of that coming up throughout the next year. But we are really going to be focusing this year on giving you practical dating advice, on allowing you guys to ask me questions and getting me to answer those questions here live on the podcast. We're also going to be bringing in some special guests to do series. We actually have a series coming in February with my amazing friend, Anthony O'Neill. It's going to be an incredible series. And we have some other series lined up for the rest of the year as well. So we are switching things up a little bit on here, but the great part is you guys get to be even more involved. If you want to ask me a dating question, you can go to heartofdating.com and you will see there's a little tab that says ask Kate a dating question. You can literally record a dating question that will potentially be played on the podcast and answered on the podcast itself. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait to bring you brand new content in a new way in 2022. So let's go. So for today's episode, I really wanted to start fresh. I want to give you a brand new way to date in this new year. So I'm going to start by answering a question from one of y'all because I think that this question, I listened to it in advance, I think this question is going to set us up for success in you know starting this year and re-envisioning what our dating life might look like for 2022. So we're going to actually be listening to a question from somebody in the audience. Her name is Lisa. I'm going to play Lisa's question here in a second, and then I'm going to answer that question for y'all. So here we go. How do I slowly get into the dating world again after being out of it for a number of years now? Everything seems really like new and kind of daunting, so just wondering about that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Lisa, so much for your question. This is a great question. And I have a feeling that so many of y'all listening are maybe in the same shoes as Lisa is in. Maybe it's been two years since, almost two years since COVID started, and you are like, my dating life for the last two years has been pretty non-existent or it's been really weird, or I felt uncomfortable, or I've lost my touch, 
or maybe even outside of COVID. Maybe you're somebody that just hasn't dated at all very much. Maybe you're in your 30s and you're like, well, I've never been in a serious relationship. Or maybe your last serious relationship was a long time ago and you're like, hey, I want to start this year out and I want to get back into the dating game. How do I do that? Well, sometimes you guys, we are so out of the game that we don't feel ready to re-enter. But if we aren't careful, that can turn into an excuse that actually holds us back and keeps us stuck. It's almost like we are a victim perpetuating this cycle of like, I'm a bad dater, I can't date, or dating is too intimidating, and therefore we're stuck and we feel worse and worse about being single as each month or each year passes, but yet we're not really willing to do anything about it. Sometimes not feeling ready just yet can quickly become an excuse that may hold us back from actually pursuing the true desires of our hearts. And I want to normalize the fact, again, that probably many of you feel this way. Many of you feel stuck. Many of you feel like, I just don't know what to do with my dating life. I am not having luck. I've been out of it for many years. What do I do? Well, I want to give you some actual tips to get out of this stuckness and back into dating. And not only back into dating, I want you to feel confident in dating. And I want you to enjoy the process. So that's my goal for today's episode as we start off this new year. So the first thing I want to encourage you to do is I first want to encourage you to get in touch with yourself. What does this mean? Uh, Well, I really think it's important that you make sure that you know who you are, okay? So part of this is knowing what you love. Part of this is knowing how to connect with yourself and being and staying connected to yourself. Honestly, you guys, this is a key ingredient to a successful relationship, being sure of who you are as an individual. I often, if we were in person right now, I would give you this demonstration, but let's picture it as though we have three pillows, The pillow on the right-hand side is you. This is your pillow. This pillow represents your life, your individuality, your relationship with God, your interests, the things that you love, your passions, your work, all of those things. This is your pillow. And guess whose responsibility it is to take care of that pillow? It's your responsibility. Nobody else can take care of that pillow but you. Then on the left-hand side, we have the person that you're interested in dating. Maybe it's a person that you're in a relationship with. Well, on that side, that person has their own pillow and that's their relationship with God, their friendships, their interests, their work, the things they're passionate about, and they have a responsibility to tend to that pillow. Then in a relationship, there's a third pillow introduced. That third pillow goes in the middle, okay? And that pillow is the relationship pillow. The relationship pillow also has needs. It has things that you must do to keep it alive. I always think of the movie uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days in the scene where Kate Hudson brings Matthew McConaughey a love fern. And, you know, then weeks later she comes over and she sees it in the corner. She's like, I love fern. You let it die. Are you going to let us die? You should think about that. I love that scene. If you haven't seen that movie, then you're probably like, what are you talking about, Kate? But I love it. And seriously, our every relationship needs a love friend. Every relationship has needs special, tender, loving care. Okay? It's just the reality. Every relationship has needs. So a healthy model of a relationship, if you are in a relationship, there are three pillows, your pillow, the relationship pillow, and the other person's pillow. Your job in a healthy relationship is to have one foot in your pillow, your th- 
all your individuality, who you are tending to yourself, and one foot on the relationship pillow. You should be contributing to the needs of the relationship and you should be contributing to the needs of yourself. But guess what it doesn't have? What well, Guess what it shouldn't have? It shouldn't have you overextending your foot over into your partner's pillow or vice versa. So why I'm bringing this up right now because we're talking about getting in touch with yourself, I think it's so important. A lot of the times we look to the relationship, to the other person and to the relationship to fill our pillow, to fill our bucket, to make us feel good, to make us feel value. And in a way, it sometimes can define us and our identity. And that's not healthy. So if you are out of dating, out of the dating scene, or if you feel weird about dating, it's so important to first and foremost, take care of your own pillow, take care of your bucket, get in touch with yourself. What are your relationships like? What brings you joy? Are you okay with yourself and who you are? Do you enjoy yourself? Do you enjoy hanging out with yourself? Are you living a purpose-filled life? What is your passion? What is your calling? I'm not saying you have to have every single one of these figured out, but you should be tending to these things. Do you believe you are worthy of love? If there are lies you believe about yourself or about love and your worthiness, this is the time to work through those things. It's really important to get in touch with yourself because then this comes into play when you actually start dating. In order to trust yourself, trust your discernment, know how you feel around somebody, being able to spot an unsafe or toxic person, you first need to get in touch with yourself and who you are. And getting in touch with yourself means that you know and are aware of and are working on a lot of these things that I just specifically mentioned. So that's the first step. Get in touch with yourself. Start tending to you. All right, friends, let's have a real talk. I'm in my 30s and I'm not married yet. And God willing, I'd love to have kids of my own someday. We're supposed to go to the OBGYN once a year for our annual checkup, ladies. But checking in with our fertility isn't usually a thing until we're really ready for kids. But as I get older, I can't help but wonder how my fertility is. What if I told you you can get important fertility insight without even going to a doctor or even leaving your house? The traditional guidance with fertility has been, just wait and see what happens. But now we have tools to help us plan for and track everything in our lives. Wellness, finances, careers, school. Why is fertility still this thing where we're just supposed to wait and see? I think that knowledge is power. And when you know more, you can make better, smarter decisions for your body, your health, and your future. And let's face it, there aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid. But for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You can mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with a doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same information at $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash heart, you can get $20 off your fertility test. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Again, I will repeat it. Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash heart. 
That means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash heart. That's modernfertility.com slash heart. Hey friends, the holidays are over and it's time to start 2022 in a place of calmness. Before the hustle and bustle set in for this year, I want to encourage you to fight for your peace. Fight for calm in your life. Create patterns of slowness in your life right now. Well, you're in luck because with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, you can give yourself a break wherever you are. Calm gives you the tools that improve the way you feel. You can clear your head with guided daily meditations, improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks, and drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com forward slash Kate. Go to calm.com slash Kate for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash Kate. You guys, I can't emphasize enough that it's so important to start the rhythms of our brand new year in the right manner. Don't allow the hustle to take over. Fight it and get some calm in your life. The second thing is, I want you to know what you have to bring to a relationship. I've said this before, it's an it's a task that I love to encourage coaching clients to do when I do one-on-one coaching. Oftentimes we have a list of what we're looking for in someone else, okay? And if you have listened to the podcast, go back and listen to the compatibility series because in that series, I specifically challenge you to only have a very small number of things you're looking for. Okay, you need to have a very small number of need to have items. Then we can have nice to have items. Then it's fun to have items. But you should have a very limited list of need to have items. But outside of this, what I often see is that we actually don't have a list uh, for ourselves. We don't have a list of things that we bring to a relationship. We actually don't know what we have to offer. And so part of this step of knowing what you have to bring to a relationship is about building confidence. Uh, The first step was really about building a solid foundation of individuality of who you are. The second step is building confidence. It's being confident, a godly confidence of who you are and who God has created you to be. Now, if you have a hard time developing a list of the things you bring to a relationship, I talk about this in my book in chapter four, but I, I encourage you to phone a friend, ask a friend, Because guess what? Those friends are in your life for a reason. They don't have to be your friend. So maybe it's time to ask a friend, hey, why are you friends with me? Are there specific things that I have to offer you in this friendship? I'm trying to work on this list of knowing what I bring to a relationship so I can remain firm and strong and confident in those things. What do I bring to your life? It's so amazing and affirming and beautiful to have someone speak those things back to us like a mirror. It's amazing. If you haven't ever done it, it's it's beautiful. And so I want you to create a list 
to know what you have to bring to a relationship. And before you even get out there and date, I want you to be confident in this list. I want you to have that list on your fridge. I want you to look at it and repeat over yourself, I am this, I am that. Yes, I know it sounds cheesy, but you guys, this has to be in our brains. We have to be building this confidence up. It's so important. We are allowed to have confidence. We should have confidence in who God has created us to be. Know what you have to bring to a relationship. All right, let's talk about the third step here. The third step in getting back out there and dating is to be curious with your feelings around dating. So when I heard Lisa's message, some of the things I was picking up on were that, you know, she's maybe a bit nervous, maybe a little bit fearful, maybe feels a bit out of it. And so because of that, I want you, if you resonate with what Lisa is asking here and what her question if that resonates with you, then I want you to get curious with your feelings around dating. Ask yourself, what do I feel about dating again? Does it bring up any anxiety for me? Does it trigger any fear? Does it make me feel any shame? Does it make me feel unworthy, unconfident, insecure? I want you to get curious with your feelings around dating. It's okay if there's also good things too. It could be that I'm excited, I'm expectant, I I can't wait to get out there. Those could be some of your feelings as well. But I want you to become aware and I want you to start working through some of the feelings, specifically some of the negative feelings or harder feelings, I should say, such as fear, anxiety, or shame, or unworthiness. I want you to start getting curious with yourself. I don't want you to shame yourself for having those feelings or saying, oh my gosh, I should know better. I should know how to date because I'm 30 or 35 or 40. There's no shame. You guys, there is absolutely no shame. That will not actually help you to move forward and actually enjoy your dating life if you have a lens of shame. So get rid of that. It's okay. Be okay. Have grace for yourself, but get curious with some of these feelings and and start diving through the layers to figure out, hmm, where did this come from? Where did it start? Do I want to rewire this thing? Now, my girl, Brené Brown, you guys probably know that I talk about her a lot. I love her. In my book, I reference her a lot. Um, But in her brand new book, Atlas of the Heart, which goes through different emotions that we experience as humans, it's a really incredible book. She says, to form meaningful connections with others, we must first connect with ourselves. But to do either, we must first establish a common understanding of the language of emotion and human experience. Basically, Brene Brown believes as a researcher, and she's done lots of research on this, but in order to really connect deeply with other people, we must be aware of our own emotions and why we're experiencing that emotion. And within that, it helps us to then, once we put a name to that emotion and understand it, it can help us more deeply connect with others because then we can more deeply connect to their emotion and their experience through empathy or sympathy. So I love this book, and I want to encourage you to get curious around your feelings around dating. No shame, just a curiosity. Okay, that's the third step. Let's go to the fourth step. The fourth step with getting back out there is to start small, okay? I just want you to start small. I don't want you to get on every dating app. I don't need you to talk to every guy you see. I just, or girl you see if you're a girl, a guy listening, okay? I just want you to start small. Maybe you start by talking to the opposite gender more. Maybe you are fearful of talking to the opposite gender. Maybe you always avoid them. Well, your challenge is to start talking to the opposite gender more. 
Maybe you feel really uncomfortable flirting as a guy or as a girl. Well, start practicing flirting. Just start start showing curiosity to somebody. Flirting is not necessarily anything to do with being sexual. It's just having fun and showing curiosity to another person. See how you feel as you talk to guys or girls or see how you feel as you potentially venture into flirting. Just start small. Notice what's coming up for you. Do you feel insecure? Do you feel confident? Did that feel thrilling? Do you feel proud of yourself? Do you feel shame? Start addressing all of those things, but start small. Start small and start practicing. All right, the fifth step is to say yes to more. You guys, it's 2022, and I know there's a lot of things going on in the world, but what I want to encourage you is just to start saying yes more. Say yes to invites where you don't know a lot of people. Say yes to go on a blind date. In fact, ask people for a blind date. Say yes to go to new events. Say yes to come to the Heart of Dating Conference in 2022, virtually or in person, where you're going to meet tons of singles. Say yes to joining our Drop the Hanky program. Say yes to testing an online dating app. Say yes to more. Just be open. Have low expectations, but start saying yes to more. Maybe in the past you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that. Well, in order to change the script on dating, in order to really shake things up, we actually have to do things differently. Okay. So we're not going to do things how you did them in 2020 or 2021. We're doing it differently this year in 2022. So to do that, I want you to start saying yes to more. Start venturing into the uncomfortable. That's step five. Step six which we're going to talk about in next week's episode in further detail, is I want to encourage you to start practicing dating. What does that mean? Well, I'm going to explain it more. But basically, I want you to go on more dates and don't attach a ton of meaning to them. Take the pressure off. Take a deep breath. And now I have a lot of recommendations for how to do this in a proper way where you don't get so attached to a person, where you're not making out with the person, where you're not going on five-hour dates, okay? But I believe that you can start interacting, going on dates with people as a basically as a practice to figure out like what's coming up for you. What do you like about this person? What are you noticing in yourself? And it's just taking all of what I just said to the next level. All right. I want to thank Lisa for her question because that was an incredible question. I'm so glad that we're starting our year off with that question, um, with reframing how do we get back out there in this new year? So Lisa, thank you so much. And Heart of Dating listeners, I love you, fam. Okay, this is really fun today. Just me and the mic. Sometimes I feel a little bit funny doing this, but I'm going to be doing it a lot more. So I better get used to it, right? (laughs) But I'm so thankful for you guys. And we have a lot of exciting things coming this year. So I want to encourage you to stick with us and listen to the podcast each week as we have fun new episodes coming out. Ask me a dating question if you potentially want it to be played here and answered on the podcast. Make sure you're joining us in February for our Heart of Dating conference. Follow us on Instagram at Kateness at Heart of Dating rate and review the podcast if you never have because it really helps us you guys and if nothing else and you really want community then come over to our private facebook group where we have over seven thousand singles doing life together you guys are such a joy to me and i love this community and i'm excited for what 2022 has in store all right y'all that's it for today i will see you next week This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.